You're listening to the Anything and Everything Drew Podcast. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us here at Anything and Everything Drew. What a show we got for you today. My goodness, E3. It's been here and, well, where do we begin? Well, I think the first thing that we should start with is, woo, boy. This E3 was like the greatest Christmas for gamers since E3 like two years ago. Like, like this has been a really great showcase this year, and I can't wait to, to go through these press conferences one by one, talk about the stuff that really piques our interest. There's stuff here. Guess what? We aren't that excited about it. Like, uh, hell, let's just get right into it. We're going to start off with EA, which I consider to be the worst of the conferences. I don't know what you think, Andrew. What do you think, buddy? EA conference. Hey, we got another Madden. Um, another Battlefield. Number five? Like, maybe you should have stopped at two, and it'd been okay. And then, the, what was that one game everyone's kind of talking about? Gosh, what was it called? Um, no. Anthem, yes. I'm gonna start with the name. See how catchy that was? Anthem. That one's got people talking, but uh, I'm not convinced. All right, so... What do you say, Andrew? We let's just go through the bullet points. Okay, so we got Battlefield Five. It teases a battle royale mode. Wow. Okay. Uh, do I care? No. Does anyone else care? I I don't really know. I I hope they don't. I mean, I I I I hope they don't care. I mean, if they do, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like Battlefield. I mean. I'll say this, they've been doing better than Call of Duty. They've piqued my interest a bit more than Call of Duty, but I still never play the games. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, but, you know, to be honest with you, Andrew, I still don't play these fucking games. I haven't bought a single one. What do you think of Battlefield teasing about? That sums it up right there. That's just like the new Call of Duty. All multiplayer, Battle Royale, and I went, you guys are lame. Like, Really, call out. Here's my impression of Call of Duty games. We're gonna sidetrack for a second. Hey, um, it's a new story, but it's kind of the same story. We're gonna go shoot that and then have multiplayer. Next Call of Duty. Oh, it's modern day now. Woo! I guess what Call of Duty Modern War Modern Warfare Two was. Yeah, the pinnacle. Flopped. Flopped. Call of Duty, just stop. Just stop, please. You've now gone to the world of, hey, we're going to try to be like Fortnite, except for Call of Duty. No. Same with Battlefield. Really, you guys, you're going to do a Battle Royale? Is is that really where we're heading? Is that the new thing? Hmm. I'm not saying that Battle Royale is bad. I'm not saying it's good either. It's just not my thing. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I I think that's a good assessment. I mean, Battle Royale in general is just one of those genres that it's on a steep incline right now. 
and it's rising and rising and rising each day. But it's going to get to that point where it just it drops. And, uh, yeah, I mean, all these games that are going to have the mode in it, I mean, who is going to be playing them, like, five years from now, seven years from now? Hell, even ten years from now. I feel like Battle Royale games are kind of like that game that, like, steeply inclines and just disappears in the clouds. doesn't necessarily just drop and flop. It just kind of just loses existence. Fades away. Uh, all right, I'm getting sick of Battle Royale. Why don't we go into FIFA 19? Oh, wait, no, uh, I have nothing to say about that except for it's people kicking a ball around again. <laughs> okay. Uh, hand in hand with Madden 19. Different football. Oh, oh, I didn't say it. All right, yeah, yeah, I guess we just put two in one thing because that's how awful this press conference was. But, okay, and then they announced Origin Access Premiere, so if you're on PC, it's going to be a subscription service, and essentially it'll cost you $15 per month or $100 per year, and basically you'll be able to play any EA game that comes out from now till then, and you'll get a backlog of catalog titles. I don't play on PC, so <laughs> this has nothing for me. Nothing. Same here, although I know a few people who do game on PC, but, but, but let's backtrack. Just read the name. The name. Really? That's obnoxious. Origin Access Premiere? That's horrible. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Origin Access Premiere. Wait a minute. What? A Premiere is like a first showing. Origin. So what happens after the first time you sign up? What does it turn into? Origin Access minus Premiere? It's not the matinee anymore, people. Change the name. It's horrible. I'm going to start calling it OAP. Ah, I can't even say OAP. OAP. It's crap. All right. So, all right. So, I got to tell a story about this next one. So, it's essentially Respawn Entertainment, who made uh, the Titanfall games, have announced, a, a teased a new Star Wars game. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. But the way they went about doing this was the developer of the game was sitting in the crowd. I don't know if you saw this, Andrew. And they had the interviewer go and sit beside him, and they basically had to grill him for the title of the game. And the guy looked utterly confused, and he looked... Because I don't even think the guy thought that they were going to talk to him, to be honest with you. And he did give... Uh, a, a release window, which is near the end of 2019. So, that's some cool news. We're getting a new Star Wars game. Let's hope they don't mess this one up. Yeah, I agree with that. They fucked... It. Yeah, right. Well, we're going into straight into Battlefront 2 because now they're trying to remedy their fuck-up by giving you all the content free, microtransactions have been taken out, and now uh, they revealed new... Yeah, they're taking them out. Definitely. You're telling me EA has taken Battlefront microtransactions and taken away what you you made your money off of them and now you're just gonna give it to us? Boy, I would be really pissed off if I'm the one that's been buying all these microtransactions. You all just got fucked. Pretty much, but you know, if you're playing, you're gonna get Clone Wars content. I believe it's gonna you're gonna get Obi Wan. You're gonna get General Grievous. You're gonna get new maps, and it's gonna be the largest level ever featured in a Battlefront game. Good for you guys. I uh, yeah. Again, I fuck this game. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Now we're getting into the reveals that I thought were pretty cool. Uh, my buddy here, 
he'll he'll comment on them. He'll probably ask me questions about them, uh, which is cool with me. Unravel 2 was revealed, and Unravel was a game that came out, like, two years ago, Andrew, okay? And essentially, it's Yarny. You're playing a character that's made of yarn. But essentially with this one... But essentially with this one, it's co-op. So now it's two characters made of yarn, and the game was made available right after... The, the, right as they were talking about it on stage, you could go and buy the game. Which I thought was a pretty cool idea. Again, didn't play the first one. Probably not playing the second one. Do you have anything to say on that one? Or are you just like, I don't care about this game? Unravel 2, their nickname is now Silly String. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, and then they revealed a new title, which is for the EA Originals program. Which essentially the EA Originals program is, uh, they acquire a company, EA. They don't make any money off these games. The companies that make the games make the money. EA makes nothing off of these games. Yeah, they put their name on it, and it gives the games cred, which I think is a cool idea. It gives smaller developers more, you know, it gets them more marketing. It gets... Charitable. Yeah, I know, right? Especially since we're talking about EA, right? I mean, (laughs) gosh, gosh, they fucked over a bunch of fucking companies over the past couple of years. Let me get this straight. EA screws millions of players from microtransactions in Star Wars and then just takes them away. Like, we're done with that. But they put their stamp of approval on a smaller publisher's game to give them cred. Was that them trying to make make them look nice? Well, they have been voted the worst company in America for four years. So, yeah, it kind of is that. <laughs> but they revealed a game called Sea of Solitude, which is from a small German studio. And it's essentially about a girl who is suffering through loneliness. And through this, she becomes a monster like an actual monster, and the whole game is about her trying to turn back into a human. It looked pretty damn cool, Andrew. It looked pretty damn cool. It sounds weird when I tell it to you, but if you watch the trailer for it, you'll dig it. It looks really, really cool. I'm going to have to check out that trailer, but just from the description, though, I'm just picturing a little girl, sad, depressed, and monster. Now what? I got to get back to being a sad human girl again. The storyline. I think it's more nuanced than that, but, you know, we'll have to see in 2019. All right, and then NBA Live Madden, we already went for the sports games. We already went. Here we go. This was what I call the most egregious announcement of this game because essentially, okay, there's a new Command & Conquer game coming out, guys. Now, this was a PC mainstay for a little while, but now you can play it on your phone. And they dedicated 30 minutes to a match of people tapping on a phone. It was the most boring, inconsequential thing I've ever seen in my life. Literally, it, it, yeah, you literally had two dudes in the middle moderating like they were doing like Madden NFL commentary, and you had two esports gamers... It, it, yeah. So you mean to tell me they spent 30 minutes of time for people to watch them play on their phones? Don't we don't we do that enough in real life? <laughs> well, you see, Andrew, they had it blown up on a big screen, but it still felt like you were watching somebody play on their phone. 
And the most ridiculous part is, like, they spent so much time on it. I thought they were going to do a stealth release, like what they did with Unravel 2. No, you can only go and register for the pre-alpha. Yeah, you have to register for it. That's right, guys. No, it's barely finished yet. Yeah. So, yeah, let's fuck that game. And then we get to the big, the big enchilada. Anthem... The Anthem release date was announced. It is coming out February 22nd. And there was a new cinematic trailer that was revealed and gameplay demo. demo. And then, during, and then uh, during the interview portion of this part, they said there will be no loot boxes and no pay-to-win feature, which means there is zero microtransactions in this game at launch. That is exciting news. I want to... Yeah, I want to know what my buddy here thinks. Andrew, what do you think of this? What? No microtransactions from EA? <gasps> Maybe they're going to do reverse like they did Star Wars and they stick it on there like on a DLC. Let's hope they don't do that. I may have just jinxed it. EA, don't listen to me. Stick with the no microtransactions. But other than that, I don't know much about the game. I saw some footage and I was kind of undecided. I could give you a little bit of info. It it, 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 it essentially looks like it, it's from Bioware. They do Mass Effect and stuff like that. And, uh, well, a lot of... Well, from the gameplay demo, they, sh they showed so little of the actual game. It, it was bizarre how little of this game that they showed. But... It, uh, because they were making such a big deal about it. But, um, essentially, it looks like... It could be it, well. It's a multiplayer game, of course. It's it, so, it, and this is number one of those games. Yeah, you can play it solo, but you always have to be connected to the internet, which kind of sucks. It, it, think of this as like, from the way I kind of looked at it, it kind of looks like Destiny, but with more, but with better mechanics, kind of with more RPG-like mechanics. Ooh, boy, boy, that's a that's a surprise for later, guys. Is because I believe somebody here has been playing Destiny Two. All right, we'll get into that a bit later. For now, let's go into Microsoft. Halo Infinite has been revealed, except for they only showed off a gameplay teaser, or not even a gameplay teaser, a CGI teaser, which looks incredible. And, again, we, I have to preface this with they didn't reveal much during the conference. They revealed more during the interview portion at the end of the conference. Andrew, what do you think of Halo? Oh, and I got my eyes on that clip. I was like, whoa, that looks good. That's probably the best-looking Halo I've ever seen. Even considering, like, the remakes. But, no, this is, I think this is, like, the first mindset making Halo with a you know, next-gen console. In mind, 4K gaming. And I was, it looks stellar. I was like, wow, Halo in this light looks really good. I really want to know more of the story and the gameplay. And uh, the developer said during the interview portion, basically treat this like Halo 6. So don't expect just a numbered, another numbered Halo game. This is Halo 6, pretty much. All right, let's get into the next big piece of news for Microsoft: Gears of War 5 plus two more games. They revealed three Gears games. One of these games looked cool. The other two, I could care less about. The one that I'm really excited about is officially Gears 5. And it's coming in 2019. 
and it looks incredible, and they call it the most ambitious and most uh, and the largest Gears game they have ever made. And you play as Kate Diaz, who is introducing Gears of War 4. And then there were two more games announced, Andrew. One of them is a Gears Pop game that you can buy on your phone, which is them as Funko Pops, which looked dumb. And my friend... And and that's what happened. Yeah, my friend Daniel literally called this the most trolliest move Microsoft could have made, and then they're doing Gears Tactics, which which is a PC exclusive, I'm finding out right now. As I'm reading the article, it's a PC exclusive, but it basically looks like Halo Wars. So I'm guessing Andrew's going to want to give some thoughts on Gears 5. So what do you think? What, what do you think? Three Gears games coming out. What do you think? Gears Five. Oh my gosh! I remember playing Gears of War with my brother. Like that—that that game goes back for me. Like it goes back. Um, Gears Five. That sounds awesome. But the pop game. We're going Funko Pop on your phone. I didn't even sound intriguing to me. I mean, I'm still kind of puking in my mouth with the Funko Pop yeah. Gears of War game. Like, what do you do? Hop around? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're just, like, pop figures that sit up on a mantle, and that's the whole game. You just poke them <laughs> for resources or something. I mean, they dictate your life. They tell you what to do. They become your wallpaper. They take over your apps. They hijack your music. They show up in random video clips on YouTube, on your phone. I don't know. That's how little I know about it. So what's next, Tyler? What is next? Cyberpunk 2077 showed off a new trailer, which looks fucking incredible. CD Projekt Red, developers of The Witcher, are making a game. It's called Cyberpunk 2077. If you have not heard of this, it's based off of a tabletop game. And they're going all out with this. They even revealed more details about the game. The game is going to be a first-person RPG game. You're going to be able to drive. And some of the stats in the game, like, like there are the normal stats, like if you go into a boss room or something, right? And, uh, you know, you got to make sure you're high level. But then you also got to make sure you're le- you have a high level of coolness. That is a literal stat in the game. You need to have a high level of coolness. That sounds awesome to me. And, uh, yeah, looks like this game might be coming out next year. I don't know. They didn't really give a release window for it, but it looks incredible. And it was just a CG trailer, Andrew. They didn't even show gameplay. So, what did you think of this? Are you excited? Did it pique your interest? Or are you just looking at this thing like, uh, I need more? It piqued my interest. I'm excited. It looks cool. Especially when you're like first person RPG that you can drive. <gasps> I dig it. I dig it. It sounds really awesome. Um, that in itself. Yeah, I'm excited. So this next one we're going to talk about a little bit more during when we get to Bethesda, which is the next one pretty much. 
the next conference after this. We will get into it there. I I will say that uh you know like they showed it at Microsoft and the trailer was cool. I'll say that the the CG trailer was cool. Think of the CG trailer that they showed at Microsoft's conference. It was essentially the same one they showed at Bethesda's, but we'll get into the gameplay aspects and stuff when we get to Bethesda. What did you think of the trailer, at least? I think we all know what I thought of it. I loved it. I loved it. I'm a Fallout fanatic. I'm a diehard Fallout. Live, breathe, Fallout fanatic. So we all probably know where that's going to end up, but I'll tell you more later. Man, wasn't that awesome how Todd Howard just walked down on the Microsoft stage looking like a badass? It was very lucky for me. I was on my lunch break picking up Burger King. Not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> you could help a, help a team out, though. Uh, I was literally, I had it, I was listening to it through my car. And I literally parked my car at work and they're like, mm. Isn't you know they bring Todd Howard out and I'm like I'm parking my car like as fast as I can. I'm like oh, Todd Howard's on stage. Oh my God, there's something falling. And I backed in my car, and they do that. It was like it, it, like that dude who introduces the Doors back in the day. Like if you were having a Doors concert and you were the dude who got the job to MC and you got to introduce the Doors. Like you have to imagine how exciting that must have been. For and then just the way he comes walking out like a total badass, just in command of everything, like like you can tell that he's a really good like marketing guy. You know, he really knows what he's doing. You know, it, it, that was pretty cool. So now, so now we're gonna get into a game that I thought I wasn't gonna give a shit about, but they showed off the gameplay for it, and they showed off teaser teaser trailer, and it got a release date. And I'm actually, I'm I'm actually pretty high on this game right now. I'm actually pretty high on this game right now. It's called The Division Two. It's this little game. It's called The Division Two. I don't know if you guys heard the first game, but it was a mess. And yeah, yeah, it was a disaster zone that first game. But this game looks bigger. Now, Andrew, I don't know if you saw the trailer, but they've moved locations. It's Washington D.C. now, and the gunplay looks tighter the enemies are not as bullet spongy which already i'm like all right sign me up i mean and uh they have a beta or you can sign up to be a part of a beta which i've done already i i hope i get that email <laughs> as soon as possible but um yeah i mean i'll say from what i saw i i thought it looked pretty cool but i'm not getting like overly excited for this game i can already tell from the look on your face you could give two fucks about this game, but I'm going to let you say your piece. Andrew, what do you think of The Division 2? What do you think of this game? I kind of had bad impressions of the first Division because I played it and I didn't care for it. So I, I, may, I may have watched this trailer with more sour feelings than I should have had, but I will say... Visuals on the textures, I think, look really, really good. And the action sequences look good. But I think the first division left like a, a sour taste in my mouth for some reason. I just couldn't get into it. Um, just wasn't my thing. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna down this game 
in regards to that's just the type of game it is. It looked good. It looked cool. Um, it looked improved. But maybe it's one I'll have to try again. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm kind of on that same boat, you know. It, it, this is when I'm probably going to pay attention to, like, reviews and, like, gameplay videos of, you know, see what people think of it, you know. But, yeah, you know, there's not really m much else we can talk about that. Now we get into the announcement that one of the announcements that made me flip out, me and my friends flip out while we were watching it, Devil May Cry 5 is revealed. I fucking love Devil May Cry. Dante is back, and he's riding a motorcycle like a badass. Vroom, vroom. I mean, uh, it was so cool. And I, I guess it's his kid or something, or like a person he's got to partner up with or something, who's like the actual main character of this game. I don't know. I thought he looked like a hipster asshole, but you know, I, I mean, I thought, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I'm still excited for this game. It's more Devil May Cry, man. Like Andrew, it, 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 have you played any of the Devil May Cry games? And if you have. Does this game have any interest for you? Or if you haven't, if you were to see this trailer from the way that I'm reacting right now, would it pique your interest? When you hear the words Devil May Cry, my interest is peaked. Yeah. Um, I watched my cousins play the crap out of this game. At that time, I was not very good at video games, so it looked really challenging to me. Um... Yes, it intrigues me. Um, it's it's on my watch list. Mine too, buddy. Now, the other announcement that made me flip my shit out the most. I don't know if you know the company from Software, but they make a little game series called the Dark Souls franchise. One of the most best-selling franchises. They reviewed a new game at Microsoft's press conference. It's called Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. This game looks Sick guys, okay. It looks sick, right? It's like samurais, and like the action seems more fast-paced than a Dark Souls game. It looks nuts, Andrew. You, you you gotta go into this, man. I'm too fucking excited to keep going. Fast-paced samurai fighting. Yes. Sign me up. Where do I put my name? Oh, it looks so good, though. I mean, I haven't played a whole lot. I've, I've heard of Dark Souls, but I'm kind of shook at this game. Looks too. I saw that trailer. I was like, <gasps> "Wow, that looks!" And it looked phenomenal too. The combat, the sequences were smooth. It didn't seem chunky, and it still kept the fast pace that you would expect. Here's the best way I can describe this. My friend Daniel is a person who is not a fan of Souls-like combat. He l took one look when the From Software logo came up. He was like, <sighs> like he sighed because he was like, "Man, I'm not going to be able to play this." He watched that trailer and his interest was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> like it skyrocketed. Now he's like, "I might have to look into this game whenever it gets released." All right. Uh, just Cause 4 was revealed. Uh, who cares? It's more Just Cause. It's There's a tornado this time. You can fly in the tornado. That's it. Just Cause. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, now. And then Forza Horizon 4 was revealed. Which, 
most people who own Xbox consoles love these games. And you know what? I can see why. It looks beautiful. It's got a lot of cool cars. And my buddy Andrew is dying with excitement. Andrew... What, 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 what do you think of Forza Horizon 4, buddy? Don't don't kill the microphone. We need this. It's freaking fantastic. The graphics, the season changing as you're driving. One minute it's an open summer road. Next thing you know, you're driving through ice and snow. Hey, you could drive on the lake. I've always wanted to drive on a lake. It looks awesome. And I like the Horizon series. Thanks, Forza. Thanks, Microsoft. All right. Now... Woo! <laughs> All right. Now, uh, this one was kind of a surprise to me. I never thought they would make a sequel to this game. When I played the first one, I was kind of like, eh, I don't see this continuing. But guess what? It's continuing. It's Dying Light 2, a sequel to that parkour zombie game that came out in 2015, 2016, I think. Me and my friend Daniel played this thing, and like, and, like, well, my friend Daniel thought it was an interesting idea, but he couldn't play it because it gave him motion sickness. And I just thought that it looked bland. Like, I just didn't, I just wasn't very interested. It was a lot of jumping up walls and running away. And it's like, that's not what I want. Sorry to interrupt, but you got to stay off the coffee. Yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, that's just not what I want to do when I'm playing a zombie game. I want to be, like, like if it's going to be, like, a survival horror type thing, I want, like, Resident Evil type of stuff. Like, I need to be able to, you know, sneak around if I have to, if I need to, and I don't know, like, this game just wasn't doing it for me. And then we got a real look at, <laughs> well, I mean, did, well, what do you think, wait, you know what, there are cool things to say which it, there's a choice-driven system now. There's a, there's choices now, which that's pretty cool. It looks like they're expanding the world. I don't know. Andrew, did you see this trailer, and what did you think? If you did, or if you didn't, <laughs> are you interested in playing a parkour zombie game? Nope. Oh, all right. Sum that up pretty quickly. That really pinpoints it. All right. Man, let's get into the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. This game looks sick. I played all... Now, this one, man, this one holds a special place in my heart because I played all of the newer Tomb Raider games. Tomb Raider 2015. I've got Rise of the Tomb Raider right beside you. It's my buddies, but I've been playing through that still. And it's been a great series so far. And it looks like uh, we're getting into the end game here for the origin story, at least. Yeah, yeah dude, that's a book, man. Yeah. Yep, every copy came with that on uh, PS4. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it looks like we're getting to the conclusion. And, uh, man, like, I, I hope they... I I hope they shoot this one out of the park, man. I'm so fucking excited for this game. Andrew, what what is your impression of Tomb Raider? I played one Tomb Raider game. I can't even tell you what the title was. But but before you get all no no and doubting on me, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It looked good. It played good. I just other games took more interest and priority. 
yeah, you know, that'll happen when you're a gamer, right? You know, other games will shoot up onto the top of the playlist, and then, yeah, you know, sometimes... I will tell you, though, you should go back. You should definitely go back. You should play Tomb Raider 2015, and you should play Rise of the Tomb Raider. They're both... Rise of the Tomb Raider is a great game. You should really go back to it, it whenever you can. And uh, if you like it, you should give uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider a shot. Looks pretty cool. And then now, this was the other one that had me and my friends jumping up into life. Jump Force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Right? Yeah, man, real pun master over here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Yeah, real pun master over here. <laughs> but uh, Jump Force was revealed. And if you don't know what Jump Force is, essentially it's all of the Shonen Jump characters from, like, different animes and mangas. Like, you got Goku in here. You got Frieza in here. You got you got Ryuk in Light, in light or White from uh, Death Note. This game looks incredible. It's a fighting game, and it's all these characters coming together. From it, it, Naruto is in this game. Yeah, yeah, ma. I think it 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 looked great. I'm so I'm so excited. She she essentially said that she thought the trailer for that game looked so cool. And, yeah, it, my friend Ulysses freaked out the most of that one because he reads, like, all those mangas, and he's watched all those shows, man. Like, like it's just so cool to get all these characters together. I don't know if you're a huge anime fan, or I don't know if you saw the trailer to this. I don't know if you're a fighting game person, but if you are or if you're not. Uh... It's kind of like that. Like, I would say look more to the Dragon Ball Z type fighting games. It, it, but I thought it looked pretty cool, and I usually never get excited for fighting games. But, I, yeah, Mom really gets fucking excited for those games. Oh, my God. It's it's insane. But, you know, Jump Force, uh, I'll be keeping my eye on that one. And then the next bit of news is Microsoft acquires new studios, and they formed a new one. That basically, now Microsoft owns... The Forza Horizon developers, Playground Games, they own that now. Now they're all going to be Microsoft exclusive. It's not like we were really surprised by that. Uh, they <laughs> yeah, uh, they own State of Decay developer Undead Labs now. Now the biggest surprise out of here is they acquired Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice developer Ninja Fury, which Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice was a game that was released cross-platform, PS4, Xbox One, PC. And now that they own the company, like, I'm wondering if, like, certain games are going to be exclusive only to them, or if all of their games, like, I want them to go a little bit into that. And uh, the and uh, and they also acquired the We Happy Few developer Compulsion Games. And, yeah, and then, yeah, and they're also forming a new studio called The Initiative, which, so that's cool for Xbox fans. That's cool for Xbox fans. And then there are new games coming to Xbox Game Pass now and later, so once you get into the later generations, you're still going to be able to play Xbox Game Pass games. And Oh yeah! Here's the one that's uh, going to get Andrew excited. Crackdown 3 finally has a release date. February 2019. What do you think of Crackdown 3 finally coming out after years? About fucking time. 
yeah, let's hope it hits this release window this time. Let's hope that it actually gets released. Let's see what happens. I've become kind of numb to it. Yeah, me too. And uh, we got more Battlefield Five uh, gameplay. Or, yeah, and then PUBG showed off a snowy map for quarter four 2018. I could give a shit about that. And Metro Exodus got a release date. I'm really excited about this one because I played all the Metro games. February 22nd, 2019. And by the way, the footnote is it's the same day that Anthem and Days Gone comes out. So, yeah, I'm going to need to prioritize, find out which game I want to play the most, and then play one of them. Because, yeah, I'm not buying all three of those games. One of them is dying. So one of them is going on the pitchfork, okay? And uh, this was the one that had me and my friends literally, like, ecstatic. Like, the joy was on our faces for this whole thing. There was a new Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer. Yeah, my mom was even like, oh, my God, this game literally... Like, literally the joke that I came up with is it's like it's literally our childhood in a disc <laughs> like it's literally out my my am i or, digi <laughs> or digital now and uh by the way andrew this is an xbox one title as well so you can play kingdom hearts 3 if you so choose this game it it, it looks so fucking good and the worlds that they teased it, they teased a frozen world which i'm not a huge fan of that movie but the way that it's incorporated in this game i can get on board with that literally there's a part in the trailer where it shows sora on a shield sliding down a, a snowy mountain and i was like oh my god i can't wait to get my hands on this and then they revealed another world but that's it not until the ps4 part and then um we happy few got a new trailer which okay cool comes out august 10th fine what do you think of that are you that game's coming out. Yeah, me either. Uh, Cuphead, the delicious last course, it was revealed, which I, it looks like it's an expansion on Cuphead, which I, I think the original Cuphead was pretty cool. I played it for a little while, and uh, I liked what I played. Andrew, I don't know if you're a Cuphead guy, but, you know, if it, 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 have you ever thought, like, hey, you know, I'm going to try this game out, and if you have, would you be interested in playing this expansion or whatever the hell this is? Wow, just uh, cutting right to the core. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, it keep the keep that flowing, man. Just keep that coming. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Battle to Battle Toads is coming back. This was a game. It it, it it's a classic. Game. What? But yeah, and it's a new game. It's a. It, 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 I don't know if it's a sequel or if it's a reboot or anything. They didn't give very many details, but there is a 2019 release window, and it will have three-player couch co-op, and it is 2.5D graphics. I don't know. I haven't played the original Battletoads in, like, centuries, so <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck this game is. <laughs> okay. And then the skateboarding game Session was revealed which everybody thought this was going to be Skate 4, and they thought Tony Hawk was going to come out on a skateboard. Yeah, sorry to break the news, guys, but uh, yeah, that's not happening. I guess Tony Hawk isn't interested in making video games anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially once Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 came out and was, like, the worst game of the year, and, and everybody fucking hated it, and we still make fun of it to this day. And Yeah, poor Tony Hawk. 
not really. <laughs> um, uh, a game called Tunic was revealed, which looked pretty cool. I mean, it looks like a 3D Zelda-like game. Uh, I'm I'm interested, but you know, eh. And then Ori and the Will of the Wisps got a new trailer. It's coming out in 2019. It's a sequel to Ori in the Blind Forest. I don't know if you played Ori in the Blind Forest, but but are but would do you want to play a sequel to it? Is my question. No. <laughs> Hold on. You know what? I gotta ask because I've been considering getting an Xbox for a little while. I mean, what was it about Ori in the Blind Forest that kind of just made you like not enjoy it as much? Why? Why was it slow for you? It was slow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can get on board with that. Yeah. I, I'll probably still play it, but it, it'd be. I said I'm. I'm said I'm thinking about it, but it, it probably won't be till like late next year. Or, or depending on you know you know if I, yeah maybe <laughs> maybe, and then uh. Ooh, this one really got me excited. The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit was revealed, which it's a side story to Life is Strange, but with all the details that have been... Yeah, yeah, it's a little boy whose imagination is running wild, and he dresses up as Captain Spirit. It looked really cute, and it's supposed to lead into Life is Strange too. Like, whatever choices you make, you'll see either the consequences or the or the payoff for some of those choices in Life is Strange 2. Me and my friend Daniel love this fucking love that fucking game and Andrew if you have not played Life is Strange you need to yeah yeah it's a good sit. Yeah, it's a good sit and the episodes are pretty cheap. They're only like $5 or something like like and you could probably burn through it in like 2 hours if you if you have like a day off. <laughs> you know, you could probably Right, right. That ever elusive day off, you know, that thing that we all wish we could have and never get. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Oh yeah, and Andrew, this is going to be good news for you. Near Automata, the biggest RP action RPG game that released last year, made a lot of people go crazy. It's getting a Become as Gods edition, and it's coming to Xbox One, June twenty sixth, and it will include previously released DLC. So get excited. And if you can, I, I would say try that game out. I mean, my friend Daniel tells me it's incredible. I still need to play the game. Yeah, we both need to play it. That, that's the moral of that story. <laughs> and then Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition was announced, and my friend Daniel was telling me to get this thing for Switch. It, 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 it's a classic. It's a classic RPG. Oh, Sea of Thieves. Come on, dude. Your favorite game, right? No, I'm kidding. No, I'm joking. Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. My mom literally called this one of the worst. When we saw the reveal for it last year, she literally said it was one of the worst and most boring reveals she's ever seen for a game. Okay, and uh, and Black Desert got a release date, which it's getting a beta, which you can sign up for it, and it will launch later this year. All right, that's us transitioning out of Xbox. We will be going into Bethesda next. Alright, so we are on to Bethesda. Bethesda! Oh, that was like Sega. My bad. Sega! How do those two get crossed? That would be an interesting mix-up. That would you be... notice that mix-up? 
You, you know what would be Sonic a meets Fallout. I was about to say, do the Sonic and Fallout crossover, or how cross... You could cr Nah, Sonic no, no, no. and Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. <laughs> what is this blue creature? He's oh. the speed dragon. Right, they try to, like, hunt him. It's like a hunting side quest. and But every time you go after him, he's just like, pew! He's just gone instantly. That is the fastest, weirdest-looking dragon hedgehog thingy I've ever seen. <laughs> to complete the quest, you have to walk through rings. <laughs> Follow the rings. You'll find his location. <laughs> All right, let's... Wow. All right, man. And then he gives you a spell. All right, man. Let's let's just get the cringy shit out of the way. I think rage, it's all cringy. Ra rage two. Ra <laughs> rage two began its presentation. Pete Hines comes up. He's like he make he cracks a joke about Walmart Canada leaking the game out. Thanks, Walmart he, Canada. Yeah, and then he's like, Oh wait, that deserves a moment of applause yeah. for their idiocracy. All right. Yeah, you. and then he's like. And then here is Rage 2, and then it shows the little fucking billboard, and it shows the little symbol of it or whatever. And then you think you're about to get gameplay, right? No, you get Andrew WK coming out, playing a song that he played, like, 15 years ago that wasn't even good back then. It was a one-hit wonder, and it was barely a hit. Yeah, literally to the point where... Or like a one-slap wonder. When, yeah, literally to the point yeah. where... <laughs> It literally to the point where they're doing crowd shots and people are just look confused. <laughs> like, wait, wait. you have me at crowd shots. Like, what? They're handing out liquor at the show. Is it that bad? Y you know what? It should have been. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, if they if they were not, I feel bad for those people. But crowd <laughs> shots. What? <laughs> Anyways, we get through that mess, and then we think we're gonna get gameplay. No, you get two other dudes. One's this tall, giant Norwegian man, it looked like. German, he looked like a German biker punk. Yeah, and Big you get guard. this little, short, bald, bald dude. Who looks awkward and shy. Wait, wait, wait a second, was he the dude from, was he one of the designers from id? Yeah. id Software, okay. Game. Yeah, I thought so. All right. Poor so guy. yeah, right, right. That must have been painful. Like, like he must have gone off the stage, and he and him and I think he puked. He probably puked. You know, he was probably like, "What did we do?" Blah blah blah. That was the. He probably turned to the newer. I'm gonna call him a German biker guy, and went, "We done fucked up." Yeah, that was the mo most awkward his presentation. Why did they put us first? Interesting combination. Mm. At first, that's the first thing. Me and my cousin said, when those two came, like, oh, they put these two guys together. This should be interesting. Yeah, dude, me and my buddies, we were watching that thing, and we were like, oh, man, this is not going to be great, is it? And so, anyways. <laughs> no, 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 great, great's a very subjective, subjective term. <laughs> great as in great and awkward. If you're great at awkward, you nailed it. Yeah. So, but if you're looking for great as in, you're like, I liked it, like, that was awesome, you missed it by a planet. Yeah. So we finally get to gameplay, right? So we get to the gameplay for this game that we've been waiting 16 minutes for. Were you thinking, <laughs> 16 okay. minutes for it? It wasn't like it was, you know, announced previously and there was already game preview. You know, it. it, it 16 minutes like later, it was finally getting to the gameplay. Yeah, like the funniest part was we knew what the game was. Like, just, why did they just start off with the gameplay and then do the song? You know what I found? You know what someone mentioned? I read it in a comment. I remember it was on Facebook. Yeah. Rage 2, Fallout, crazy with crazy mode, and vehicles. Mm. And there's Rage 2. Well, I mean, I think there's a little bit more. It, like I when, mean, that, that was like a hip yeah. hit. Like, yeah, like when I saw it, like, 
like it, it, it's being co-developed. It's id software and it's being co-developed with Avalanche, which I know, which I played Avalanche's Mad Max game, and that's what Rage Two reminds me well, of a let lot. Me, let me, let me. Except for you can't jump out of your car and start punching people. No, you get yeah, guns. Let me remind you. It's, it's if a you, little if you listen, if you listen to the development of Fallout, Fallout. The designers of Fallout actually were very heavily influenced by Mad Max. Well, yeah. So. Yeah, of course. That kind of goes hand. It, it, Mad Max has influenced like a lot of stuff, especially like Fallout. Ma- Max is mad, influencing everything. But you know what though? Like Rage Two looks like it's literally aping Mad Max. At least the world, anyway. Like it. it I think like, they nailed that aspect. Like it's like you, they literally just took assets from the Mad Max game. Did you say assets or acid? Ass. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like they took ass. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, watching that trailer, I thought they were taking something, man, because they kept jumping. Because Andrew, let me ask you something. Did it seem like at certain intervals in this gameplay video, it kept jumping to different parts in the game? Like I, me and my friends were trying to figure out: is the guy jumping through time, or are they just cutting to different points in the game? No, I think what happened is I had a very poor video editor. Yeah, yeah, right, he's smoking weed on the job. I watch this, guys. I'm going to totally throw him off. He was outside, and in the next clip, he's going to be inside. Yeah, it's just like... Like that. Whoa! It's like his Everybody's mind's blown. Everybody's doing the time warp. Where the fuck did we go? Yeah. And what then, happened? Did you go in a door? So, did you teleport? What are so, we missing here? So we teleport indoors. It looks like a facility of some sort. It's like a science. It's always a facility. It's always a facility. But uh, he gets in there, and it shows up a couple more weapons for the game, which looked pretty cool. The weapons in the game, I'll give them kudos. The weapons look Big fucking... Big guns. Yeah, I mean, you could characterize them as just that, but it was like I had to grasp for something because there was nothing there that was grabbing me at all. And then they also revealed... Big bombs. Big gun. I'm stuck on big guns. And then they also <laughs> revealed a, a collector's edition for the game, which is real. And it's like this it, giant. They, they introduced it inside the game clip on a TV like, yeah. telecast. And I thought that was just a, a funny, like, little. Me and my friend, too. And then yeah. all of a sudden I see, I'm like. Me and my buddies, too. You're fucking kidding me. They caught this thing on a plaque. Yeah, and. It reminds me of, remember the talking fish on the plaque? I would sing to you if you pushed yeah. the button? Yeah, that's exactly what I made me think, think of. Hold on, man, and I'm also gonna check how much this costs because I believe in the 150 bucks. Is it 150? I thought it said 115. 150. Huh. Really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's 150 bucks it, 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 for a game that nobody wanted. No, 100, 120. Oh, they lowered it. Yeah, 119.99 through GameStop. Hmm. Yeah, let me actually click on that link. So we can actually, yeah, they, they, it was 120. Maybe I, I don't know. Oh, the, the Pip Boy was 150. Yeah, which we'll be getting to. We'll that be getting match that against the So, so what? That water helped. I'm like, yeah, right. So I mean, what'd you put in the water? I, I spiked it, man. Yeah, there was some PCP in there, acid. Yeah, all of it. Dude. We're kidding, by the way. I'm yeah. not over here getting <laughs> drugged out, but my energy spike. <laughs> that was like a horse going through the living room. Someone catch that thing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyways. Whoa, Wilbur. <laughs> Whoa, boy. But, uh, 
Yeah, so I just want to say the obvious joke here. They want you to spend $120 for something you didn't even <laughs> obvious want. Obvious joke rage, too. We can stop there. Yeah, like, like they want you to spend $120 on something you weren't even asking for. So, I mean, it's a game that's coming out. I mean, are it's you excited? It's a game that's coming out. I mean, it, this thing is coming out. I mean, what it, it, are you excited for it? I don't think anyone is, but... Rage 2... I mean, I like it that Avalanche Studios is getting to make games, but no, I wish that I they would... No, I think Avalanche Studios should have probably have been smarter and just stayed away. Yeah, but this you know... This might ruin them. I mean, they got Just Cause 4 coming out, too. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that, that one's do... kind of a middle of the road. Some people like it, some people don't. That's with any game, but... Yeah. It, it, we'll see what happens. It, yeah, I, I think that might come up later, or I think we passed that one already. But anyways, let's skip to... <laughs> the, the poor guy with the Legends card. Coming to console, which, I mean, okay. I mean, for people who want games for their consoles, I mean, it's not like you don't have Red Dead Redemption 2, ton of other games coming out this holiday season to play. No, they want you to Suddenly play other we have consoles. a shortage of console games? Right, but, you know, yeah, it's coming to console... Did you see that presentation of that young man? Like, he seems so out of place. Yeah, and... I, I was waiting for the tomatoes. Yeah, I mean... I was waiting for someone to just scream out of the crowd, like, get off the stage or something. Like, I felt bad for the guy. Like, it felt like it was one of those situations where he had to talk about the game. Because, guess what? That it, it, gaming... Half of gaming is marketing. So if, it, some, so, if there's a person out there who is not playing Legends... That guy was probably speaking to that person, and he did not grab me in any way, shape, or form. I, I still oh, have zero I was, interest. I was totally hooked. Not I don't think anyone has said that ever. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not into card games. Uh, if I'm going to play a card game... But you know what, though? Bethesda had another game Black that they Jack. were talking okay. about. That they were talking about during their presentation that they wasted at least ten minutes on that we're going to get to here in a few minute in like a minute or a few seconds we're, we're really tracking this yeah yeah i don't think anyone is but <laughs> yeah there's elder scrolls online dlc guess what i heard the game's gotten better through patches still not gonna play it it's not my thing elder scrolls online it's not my thing yeah. you know it, yeah. i mean at, at least they're putting in the work to try to fix it now you should have had a working product the day of release I probably would have helped. Yeah, and yeah, I I don't feel bad for you at all. Like you're it, like like they've got twenty four million players. I mean, I don't think we have to feel sorry for them, right? Like they've. You got... think they're throwing the sympathy card at us? Nah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, 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 no. I, that guy seemed excited. Well, when he, he was talking he, about he it, he also seems like the type that he's easily excitable. Hey, buddy, there's a rabbit doing dances over there. Oh, yeah, go rabbit! Yeah, but you're getting new DLC for that, Wolf Hunter and Merkmeyer. Great. And they both launch later this year. Wow. And then Doom Eternal got revealed. Which no, it no, was, no, no, no. They got, it got snippeted. It wasn't even a reveal. QuakeCon. Well, was a reveal. Wait, is that the one? Yeah, they're going to be at QuakeCon. Yeah, at QuakeCon in August. So you're going to learn more about the game there. They did tease a little bit of stuff, like Hell on Earth. Hell on Earth. I'm very excited. I, I love Doom. I think it's, I think it's one Doom of the better is... properties Bethesda has right now, to be honest with you. Doom is good. It's 
classic. Yeah. Now, this is what I believe to be Bethesda's worst franchise right now. Quake Champions. Worst game that Bethesda ha- is putting And they money named into. the whole conference after this. QuakeCom. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, guess what? A free trial is available. And guess what? If you participate in the free trial and you go for the full week, guess what? You just own the game for free now. It's free to play. Because nobody wanted to buy it. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, never win, never lose. Actually, well, no, you, you do, you do lose because if you do play the game, you lose, you, you lose your time and effort. Right, and as I say that all the time, would have been better spent on another game. Yeah, and as I say all the time, and you gotta respect your time, guys. Like you, you have. Gotta, hold on, that's a T-shirt right there. You gotta respect your time. Your time won't respect you. It, it, well, you do. Oh, that's deep. Well, I mean, you do got to respect your time. That's deep. You know, because it's like, listen, a lot of these games that come out nowadays, it, like, you're playing them for eternity, it feels like, okay? So if you're going to sink that much time into a game... Eternity. It, well, eternity. Yeah, well, yeah, because they're constantly adding new shit to all these games. Whereas new shit are good things to the games. <laughs> well, new shit, game. good stuff, you know, like, it all depends. Like, the game Neo that I'm playing right now, right? That game is already 100 hours. There's three DLC packs for the game. Add more hours to it. And guess what? I want to play those, but I still got to beat the fucking game first. <laughs> and it's one of the hardest games ever, so... Thanks, guys. Yeah, right. Thanks, Team Ninja. I love you. <laughs> Be talking about you guys later on, but... Um, I think we talked about Team Ninja. Uh, oh, no. They revealed something at Sony's conference that I'm going to be jumping up and be giddy about when we get there. They revealed another game. So, anyways, yeah, Quake Champions. Uh, screw it. Who cares? Moving on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Praise getting tons of new modes and DLC. Again, I didn't wow. play this game when it released. I haven't the game now. Yeah, I haven't fought about it. I mean, it's only eighteen dollars now or something. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, yep, yep. Like a lot of those Bethesda single player games, it, once they're out for a little bit of time, they get dropped immensely. Fallout Four is now part of Xbox Game Pass. It's part of Xbox Game Pass. They revealed that, and uh, the game is like twenty dollars too. Or if you get the Game of the Year edition, it's like thirty bucks. But either way, I mean, you know, it's still cheap. And I bought the season pass. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. So when they put the game of the year for 30, 40 bucks, I spent 60 bucks plus 30 bucks. I spent $90 on the game. Right, but Andrew, you know, like a lot of the time, the reason why they release those editions is for the people who like missed out, who like maybe didn't have enough money, couldn't afford the game when it first came out. And so they put it out in a cheaper package like that, you know. You know, typically d- when they release something new. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, Prey came out. It's from the people who did Dishonored. Ooh, in VR. In VR, yeah. There's and, a VR mission. Yep, it's called Typhoon Hunter. And, um, yeah. Typhoon Hunter. Sounds like the Weatherman. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, I mean, if you want to play Prey, it's like eighteen. It's like eighteen and nineteen dollars. If you want to play, that, Prey, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're gonna have to pay eighteen dollars. Yeah, that's that's. Oh what my I'm, gosh! Look at that! I just wrote a song for them. <laughs> Bethesda. If you want to play Prey, you're gonna have to pay the eighteen dollars. But yeah, are, are are you gonna play the game? No. Yeah, me either. Me either. I've got too much shit coming up, man. I I I got Mario. Like we'll get to that when we get to Nintendo. But um, Wolfenstein. Nintendo. But Wolfenstein Two Youngblood revealed that I don't like the title. 
I, I don't like the title, but I like the fact that they're trying to that they're still making content for Wolfenstein. Like, did like Wolfenstein: The New Colossus was like a big like sales were down on that game. Like nobody bought like it. Well, people bought the game, but so little people bought the game. But the fact wait, that wait, so little people bought the game. Only little people bought the game. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's like I kind of feel bad for that company, but at the same time, it's like at least they're still supporting it. You know, it's cool that they're still supporting the game. We got. I think that su- can be said about the next game or next few games that we're going to talk about. Oh, wait, are you talking about the VR experiences for Wolfenstein and Prey? Yeah, I know, man. I'm so excited to talk about these with you, man. Come on. (laughs) VR, cool idea, but it's not properly implemented. Oh, man. That has so much more potential than it has. It's not really reachable for people. Okay. I had a couple of days to sit on this next one to actually think about it. We're talking about Fallout 76 game was revealed as entirely online i watched the whole making of video watched it all all 36 minutes todd howard seems like the nicest dude in the world i still have zero interest in buying this game day one i'm sorry there was nothing and that is not a knock against fallout fans or anybody it's just me personally from what i saw during the presentation and what they showed off in the gameplay in the trailer there was nothing in any of that that would convince me to get off my ass to go to GameStop and drop $65 on it. There was nothing, you know, because listen, I got to think because I, because there are a ton of games coming out this holiday season, you know, like I got to think about this stuff, you know, I don't have millions of dollars to throw around and listen. Why would you throw it around so everyone can grab it? When he's out there throwing money, just throwing it, it. It's a saying, you know. You know, it's <laughs> he's over there in the corner street, just. But yeah, you know, like homeless guy throwing all over him. But yeah, you know, like. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I gotta, I, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta be like, you know, I gotta be pinching pennies here, man. You know, and it's one of those things where it's like, for what I saw from Fallout seventy six, yeah, there were a little bit of stuff in there that I was like, okay, that sounds cool. But, yeah, like, when I'm thinking about, You got like, bigger interest. Yeah, like, when I'm thinking about Red Dead Redemption 2, when I'm oh, thinking about... Yes. can't wait for that. Yeah, when I'm thinking about, like, Super Smash Brothers and stuff like that, you know, it's yeah. just, like, I can wait a little while for Fallout, you know? I can wait until, like, January or something. Which, again, that's not a knock. It just means I'm waiting a little while. That's all. My turn. It is your turn. Remember... I know. The floor is yours. The floor is my nice floor. Uh, no, it's not. It's a, it's, it's a carpeted. carpeted. It's very hard. It, my ass is sleeping right now. We're li- we're literally sitting on the floor. Yeah. So we're, we're that's how early. Come on, sponsor us. So we can get better equipment. Mm-hmm. And not sit on the floor. Yeah, so that I stop looking like a homeless man walking down the street. No, <laughs> you said it, not me. No, I don't, agree. I don't agree with that statement. No, I was just kidding around, guys. <laughs> no, no. All right, so Fallout seventy six. Here, here, I'm just gonna give you the rundown because if no, if anyone knows me, they know I'm a hardcore and I'm talking hardcore Fallout fanatic. But remember, when you're talking about this, remember, be um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Be uh, don't be biased. 
okay? That Say how you really feel about this game. I want to hear how you really feel about this game. You want to know how I really Not feel about this game? Not just as a it? fan, but as a normal person walking down the street. If what you saw during that presentation, did it convince you, okay, I'll give this game a shot. If you're I a normal person. I spent $200 on the power edition. Right, but I'm saying... As, as like Without a person seeing... who has never played a Fallout game in your life. Let's say hypothetically, you're a person, you've never heard of the series, you see this. What is your unobjectified opinion? What I is like your... it. Okay, cool. All right. You see, that's all I wanted. I wanted to hear it. I like it. Okay. That's this, all this I wanted is... to hear. He wants me to stop there because he knows I'll ramble on. No, I don't want you to stop there. I just wanted you to be Look, I, I like I, the presentation was awkward. I'm not going to lie. Okay. And now going into more... Okay. Now let's get into the game itself. Okay, let me, let's talk about... Let me dive in a little bit to the yeah. presentation. Okay, fine. Okay. Let me dive into that because, yes, there's some pure Fallout fan, and I am a pure Fallout fan. Okay. Um, and everyone at first, I mean, the first night I was pissed. I was like, really? They're taking one of the bread and butter franchises and putting it on <clears throat> both online. Hold on, let but, me interject with something here. So you're saying you had a little while to sit with it. You had a little bit of time to think. I was getting there. And you came to the conclusion, okay, you see, that's what I like to hear. You see? I, I, I've literally been, it's been what, two weeks since E3? Yeah, it, it's been like a week. A week, week and a half, and we've been building this episode. Yeah. For a week and a half. Yeah, we've been yeah this we've been a, sitting with this. We've been thinking about it. I've had plenty of time. The first twenty four hours was rough for me, because on one hand I'm excited. Ooh, a new Fallout. They're not leaving us hanging because typically it's seven years between a Fallout. Story. Yes. On the other hand, it's online. We're not sure how the story works. How we're gonna get quest? What about griefing? Then. Obviously, there's millions of people approaching Pete, Peter, Pete Hines, Todd, Todd, Todd our about Lord these. and Savior, Todd Howard. Oh, Todd. Oh. And their imp- they, they've comforted me a lot more. Because I was very, like, I was on the rocks. I was like, I'm excited, but I'm also like. Now, let me ask you, what did they say that got you over the fence? They, they're, they're implementing a system where it's not exactly like a PV. Like, you can't just go around shooting each other. Right. There's going to be a, a, like a, like a challenge accepted mode. Right. Like, I know, I know, like, <coughs> like, like. And then you have again, a revenge incentive. Like, I know that, like, you can play the game solo if you want to, but all the NPCs and stuff, they're real people. I Except know that. Except for the creatures. Except for the creatures and, and stuff like that. And the robots. And yeah. All of a sudden, you find out those are real people too. And no, I'm kidding. That'd be funny. Like, <laughs> and you were the random group of robots leaving the vault. Is that Codsworth? Man, oh, all of a sudden, for Codsworth. man, all of a sudden, interest in that game just skyrockets when you learn you can play a robot. <laughs> now, here, there's been discussion of private. We, we, they're going to eventually release. We're going to have private servers at some point. Yes, after which, the launch of the game, which it, it, that's that, a smart idea. That's cool. Yeah, that means I can get on with my friends and not have to worry about. I can have or a, you can, a whole game. Or you, yeah, or you can play the game solo all by yourself, making your own world, essentially. That would be crazy. If it's, it's four times Here's the thing that got me really excited though, because yes, I like it's four I like times the size. I like exploring. That's the thing I like. I love the post-apocalyptic. Yeah, like, it's four times the size of, of like exploring any the Fallout, Fallout game, right? Four times the size of Fallout 4, and Fallout 4 was pretty huge. 
Oh, yeah. And now I'm like, what? I gotta, that's a lot of exploring. Are they gonna have fast travel? Uh, no, you're gonna be walking around in that road. So I'm gonna be exploring like. Yeah, like, I was about boom. to say. I, I yes, can. I am genuinely excited after Good. sitting on it for a week because I'm like, they're gonna make it so you can't be griefed. Good. And do you know what's cool about that? It's, it's the fact. Now think about the four times the size of Fallout Four. Yes. Maximum of thirty-two players on a server. Yes. How often are you gonna actually have <coughs> encounter somebody that's? And I think it brings a role-playing aspect. I'm already... Like, there's people developing their teams. Like, you're going to be security broker. You're going to be the guy in charge of the camp. You're going to be the guy in charge of food. You're going to be the guy, you know, exploring or, you know, conquering new land. There's... There's so many different elements. And I like how, I like their idea of how they're making Fallout 76. Yes, it's not... It's not like the other Fallouts. But maybe this is the change Fallout needs in the meantime while they're working on Starfield. And Elder Scrolls oh, yeah, 6. Oh, now we're going to get to those in a little while. But yeah. I got stuff to say on those fucking games, too. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. But what, what I'm saying is, as, as a core, that Fallout 4 did well enough. Yeah. That they, they literally took the most people ever in a, for a Fallout game. Yes. And gave us what was epitomely, when I was watching, I think, a big challenge to try to mix two engines together. Yeah. An updated version of Fallout 4's engine with really good graphics and skylines, and you could see storms approaching, you know, from a distance, thanks to the, you know the technology and the new consoles. You know, other consoles couldn't do, couldn't carry that kind of graphic yes. fidelity. They they it's not like they just took the game and they I don't feel like they just threw it together. I mean, maybe kind of sort of they could have made a new engine, but what why? take an engine that was working why not just improve it add an el- the multiplayer element and I, I'm, I'm for one I'm excited for it because okay. that that might be the change I, I've always been kind of curious like what would Fallout be like multiplayer what if I can go roam the wasteland with my friends now honestly I would have maybe preferred like a co-op like me and my brother go through the wasteland yeah, we do a storyline you know yada 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 that might have been more of a preference but then I I, I sit there and I go well look at the possibilities <coughs> when the, the element okay he, here's kind of the thing that you know not everyone thinks about when you get into a Fallout and like Fallout 4 or Fallout 3 and you get into an NPC and you do like your little conversation it, you kind of have an idea like how the NPC conversation is going to go based on how it starts they're going to give you a quest you're going to ask your, your, your caps yada 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 when you're interacting with other humans or maybe they're going to be another companion so you kind of have an idea you know when you're you know, maybe in a certain neighborhood if they're hostile you know if you're dealing with raiders then you obviously they're you know unless you're a nuclear world and you become a raider on fallout 4 you kind of have an understanding what each group is about and you know if they're enemies or foes now going into fallout 76 you get this element of that npc is another human yeah are they, you know, are they here to, the challenging me? Are they here to barter and trade? Are we building this America together? Are we a team? Are we a fo- I, There's a, a lot of unknown because you don't know what that particular person's motive is. Yeah. There's people who are going to go into this game wanting to be raiders. They're going to make their own raider clan, which means they're going to be out against everybody unless they, jo- you know, join. It brings a, 
an element where like a robot or a computer NPC couldn't do. Does that make sense? Makes sense. It's more, hey, I'm, it's it's like hey, it's that's Tyler. Yeah. Hey, you know, it, it's a different perspective, and I've had to sit on this for a week and go, well, that kind of be neat. That's a different way to approach Fallout. And yes, there's a lot of butt-hurt, whiny fans about it, and it makes us look really talking and sad. But guys, if you're real Fallout fans, you'll at least try the game. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you know, don't make final judgments on stuff none of us have played yet. Yeah. Why not just, you know, support them? I mean, they invested a lot into this, a lot of people. And what kind of fan bashes their creators, you know? Yes. Because... They did something different. They thought something outside the box. They did something outside the norm. Yeah. They tried something new. They took a risk. Typically, like in school, if someone took a risk, you know, what's risk without, you know, reward? What's reward without risk? They go hand in hand. Right. It's like take a risk and take a chance on something. This could either be a big success. Or it could be a huge flop. Or a huge flop. But looking at the numbers and excitements and polls, I don't think it's going to be a flop. Yeah, and the fact that I just think there's a lot of talk... Yeah, uh, no, hold on. Let me interject something here. The fact that the Power Armor Edition sold out within, like, hours. I got one. Yeah, which is fucking crazy. Like, the limited... Here, let me let me put this in numbers for you, okay? The Collector's Edition for, for Kingdom Hearts 3 went up the same day as the trailer ended, okay? Not even sold out yet, okay? All right? Fallout 76... They two days revealed, done. Yeah, two, yeah, basically, like, first night it looked like it was going to be a pretty dour they, they did future a, they did, for they, people, they, they but did then a, they did They did restock. a restock, and yeah. I, I claimed it on the restock, and then it wasn't... But, yeah, dude, that Six night, hours after I got it, done. But, yeah, dude, like, that first night, man, gosh, man, that must have looked like a pretty dour future for yourself, huh? I was and, like, and uh, you were not going to get it. I'm like, they're going to probably do a restock. They're going to do a restock. Gonna You're do just a, hoping to... Because they had to do this with the Pip-Boy. And then they brought the Pip-Boy back, like, three months later because there's so much demand for it. Um, but then you have to deal with scalpers on eBay or Craigslist to get a hold of one. That's right. how I ended up getting my Pip-Boy edition Fallout 4, and I ended up giving the Pip-Boy to my brother. Yeah. I kept the steelbook, though. <laughs> but, um... The glow-in-the-dark map! Yeah. No, that's gonna look so good in my room. So... I'm literally ripping posters and getting rid of a poster. Just so, to poster the moral out. of this, you're excited. Yeah, I'm excited. You're excited. Very excited. Okay. I, I just want... It, 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 okay, now, I just want to ask a couple questions. You okay. know, just interjecting from a person who is... You know, like, I played the series... You know, I thought Fallout 3 was amazing. Fallout 3 is good. I, I actually thought, started playing that again, too. Yeah, I thought Fallout New Vegas was pretty good. I thought the survival elements were a little strange, but they but they ended up growing on me. Fallout 4, a little disappointing. Still kind of liked it, though. You know, it was mainly the settlement building that bored me, kind of. But that's my opinion, you know. It's not for everybody. Yeah, that's kind of been everybody. a hitter. That was one of the things they brought to Fallout 4 that was kind of like the multiplayer. Yeah, it was kind one. of divisive. Yeah. So same thing. Like, okay. Now you think about Fallout One, Fallout, you know, tactics. Yeah. It was like a single player, third person, like the you know old computer games. Very very difficult game, and Bethesda changed it to a first person yeah. shooter, Fallout Three. So. So it's not like they haven't changed the right. game drastically before. So. And I, took the same heat yeah. and same hate. So I don't want to spend too much longer on this, but I do have a few questions. Okay. So first off, okay. 
All right, so it's kind of a statement, but I want you to, you know, interject here with your comments and stuff. All right, Bethesda for years, okay, they've talked about doing quality assurance and they've been talking about doing all this stuff. And yet the games still come out broken as fuck, almost unplayable. When Fallout 4 first released, it was crashing systems. I never what makes you... It, I never you, had a problem with it. It was mainly for, like, PC users. And My brother had it on PC, PC and I had it on Xbox, and I never had an issue with Fallout 4. That might have been people who were also trying to mod the shit out of the game when it first came out. Yeah. And trying to use mods from a different different engine. Uh, uh, well, I mean, if the game wasn't crashing, it still had immeasurable bugs. It still had bugs. So here's my question to you. What's different this time? You know, like, what makes you I, think... I, I, get, I, get, I get a Fallout game or I get a Bethesda game, I'm going to assume it's going to have some bugs. And some of them I record and I think they're hilarious. I, I take bugs... But you personally, do you think that's that's a good way to look at gaming? Yes and no. Yes and no, okay. No, I mean, for what you're paying for the game, you shouldn't be getting all these bugs. Yeah. But I think a lot of the bugs that they have intentionally left in are just, like, hilarious ones. Like, you know, why the hell is dog meat floating? That's flipping hilarious. Right. I, I literally, on my Xbox, have clips of, like, dog meat freaking out. And this was, like, when I first got the game. That all pretty much disappeared after they started working some of the updates in. But I thought they were hilarious. But that's how I look at it. Okay. I don't... I don't... I, I, maybe it's because I fix no, things. For, I, fi- I fix things for a living. Yeah. No. I expect things to break. Yeah, no. Nah, I, I, I understand that completely. So here... I'll ask one more question. Because I feel like Fallout fans hear your comments. And it might ease their minds a little bit. The ones who are kind of on the fence, Okay. You know, I'm not asking these questions to be a hater. I'm asking them so that oh, you we can... know you are. Oh, yeah, right. I'm a hater. Yeah. You're the guy over the other side of the fence teasing us with the bone. Ooh, ooh. Look what I got. Out. <laughs> you got to be quicker than that. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. Why aren't you playing Red Dead Redemption this winter? Come on, man. Stop being losers. No, I'm kidding. Anyways. Uh, all right. Last question. Um, okay. So there's been a huge thing about vats. Now, they said that VATS is coming back, but it's going to be more grounded. But a ton of people are sort of worried that the game is going to become like a Twitch shooter. Like, you got to start okay. aiming from the hip and, like, no. aiming down your sides and shit they, like that. Pete, Tom, they, they, Tom Pete, Howard and Pete, Pete Tom have already confirmed VATS. I love that guy. <laughs> Pete Tom. We're going to just mix those two no, together kidding. and you have a hybrid. No, I'm joking. No, Pete and Todd. Those guys are awesome. They're, they're good very good. They're very good with... Yeah, they're very they, passionate. They, if anyone's getting hit with hard questions, it's those guys. Yeah, and they're and incredibly passionate about their game. They're very excited about it. And it, it shows. And let's just ease people's minds. There's a beta for this game. And it's I'm in out. it. I am in the beta. So I will be beta. able to tell you guys. And by the way, the the beta, you can still sign up for it by pre-ordering the game. Pre-order the game. So but I think, you, I think the Power Armor Edition's kind of got a So it, it, a now, it, Right, but you see, over the people who can't fucking get that, right? Go the pre-order tricent- the game. The tricentennial will probably get you. I think any will get you in just yeah. takes longer. Yeah, but it's like, oh yeah. And by the way, uh, today it was revealed that Xbox One is getting the beta first. Yeah. So if you're on Xbox One and you don't have this game pre-ordered and you're worried about it, go put the five dollars or whatever down on it. You know, just as like the down payment. Get in the beta, play it, see how you feel. Can we get back to the Vats question though? Because I was we kind of just jumped off that real quick. 
All right, let's just spend like one more minute on it, man. We're running the clock I, here. <laughs> Pete and Todd confirmed it's going to be that still in the game. It's going right, to be. But they said it was going to be, be grounded, though. They didn't mean grounded like that. It's going to be real time. It's not going to have yeah. slow mo, but it's still going to have the same attributes of that. You can right. still aim for parts, but. Right, but to people, that's making people feel like this is just becoming a straightforward like shooter. It's not going to be a, a straight shooter. I mean, yeah, it's still going to have RPG elements, but the reason they're why... They're not going to get rid of... They're not going to totally sabotage VATS, because that's been a... Right, but the whole point of VATS was for people who are not, not good at shooters, shooting. they could just use it, and it would go in slow motion, and they could aim for it, whatever part Bethesda they wanted. Un- Bethesda understands that's the reason they still implement VATS. I think what Right, but it's is, not slow-mo anymore. That means you got to be fast on the fucking thumbstick. Why? If you hit... You hit it's still going to aim where you want to aim, you're just going to... Maybe it's a timing thing. We we have they haven't shown the new bats. You see, I can't, I can't conf- yeah. concur how good it's going to be, but from what they're talking about, and these guys know the lore of the game. They know how there's different players for this game. I don't think they're going to ruin bats and make it a full-on Twitch shooter. I don't think they want to call a duty fallout. Yeah, you Ooh, see, I just threw some shade. you see, listeners. That's why I I love talking to this dude because he's got an answer for everything, and that's good. It, it eases your mind helps me they're not gonna leave us high and dry and uh they're already taking a big enough risk putting it online i don't think they want to keep having a chain link of sabotage after sabotage after sabotage. so i believe the moral of this is be excited don't make full adjustments till we all play the game be excited or if you're kind of on my side to be a little skeptical you're a lot skeptical not a little little skeptical i mean you're a lot skeptical it's not even the fact that I'm skeptical. It's the fact that there's too many fucking games coming out around that time, and I'm just choosing one or the o- over the other. But, you know, I think the moral of this is wait for the beta. Play it. If you like it, you do. If you don't, don't go on Twitter and talk about it. There you go. Just sit with it. Don't for be a the toxic community that the gaming industry does not need. Speaking of the gaming industry, did you read that chronic gaming is now a mental illness? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. That's kind of... Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they said the, the health solution just announced that this week. No. Now there's people like, yeah, I play a lot of games. Send me my, my welfare check or send me my check now. <laughs> nah, dude, you want to know what's an illness? Elder Scrolls Blades is an illness on society. Mobile? Only mobile. Actually, I'm kind of excited for that. It's coming later this... My friend, a, a buddy of mine is excited for it, too. He do you actually... Play, do you play Fallout Shelter? Yeah, I do. Same people. Made I'm gonna, Elder. I'm gonna be talking about Fallout Shelter when we get, or actually, you know what? I'll spend like a second on it. Fallout Shelter Done. on Switch. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought I was gonna hate the game, but you know, I find myself getting quite addicted to it. I'm just trying to keep my people alive. That's all I gotta say on it. <laughs> just trying to keep my people. Just alive. Just trying to keep my dwellers alive. And every fucking time I restart the game, every time I boot the game back up on my Switch, man, like, my power supply is, like, almost gone. I'm like, fuck! You know, but, you know, that's the point of that type of game. All right, and then now we're coming to the big stuff. Starfield was revealed. Okay, game's not coming for, like, five years. Why did you reveal it? Five years? I'm thinking by the end of... four years. I'm thinking by the end of next year of 2020. Dude, they said next gen, man. Well, next gen is making it twenty twenty one probably. Xbox and Mountain. There's new one on twenty twenty. No, they didn't reveal twenty twenty. They did say that they were working on next gen, but they didn't say 
put a release I heard, date on it. I heard him say they're aiming for the release at 2020. But you know what though? Like everybody's aiming for a release at some point, and sometimes, <laughs> and, and sometimes that just doesn't work out. That's you true. Know. You're you like, know. how many prototypes have you gone through? Yep. But um, but uh, yeah, you know, like this is what I hate about the about entertainment and the gaming industry in general. You're revealing this stuff way too soon. Keep your guns loaded until you have the shot. Until you have something to show me that isn't just a title with a cool backdrop. That doesn't get me interested. That just Elder makes me Scrolls cool. Six. Oh, that's yeah. pretty scenery. Yeah, let's just fucking get into that Elder Scrolls. But you know, you guys kidding me? You guys on. do this Fallout stuff, and then you're like, you leave the Elder Scrolls with a stupid card game. You leave them with the mobile game that I'm like, mm, that looks kind of cool. And then you do Elder Scrolls Six, and that's all we get is a a, 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 a beautiful landscape with Elder Scrolls Six. Not even a title for the. Oh game. yeah, and by the way, that game is definitely next gen. And some people are asking, that game's not coming until twenty twenty two. But in their defense, no, no, dude. Oh, fine. In Todd Howard's words, fine. He's been waiting for the right technology to be able to release. Right, but why review a better it? version? Because people are hacking in and looking, are hunting so hard, they're looking through patents. That's how they discovered Starfield. But, bro, that's the culture we live in today. That's the culture that we live in. They wanted to be fair and at least acknowledge the fact that, yes, you guys are right. You you, you got us, you know? Right. We're working on it. Right. And they did that. Correct. why not acknowledge, yeah, we're working on it. Correct. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have done that, but they shouldn't have put it into this presentation. They should have had it on a blog post, or they should have had it during one of the interviews. Why not? Why not put it on E3? Because why would you... No, why would you dedicate stage time to a game that is not coming out for five years? Because I think there were... You could just talk about it during during interviews. They wanted to get it through the E3. Just okay. to acknowledge that a lot of fan base watches E3. Okay, but again, their presentation yeah. was pretty much lacking, and at that point, lacking, yeah, it sucked. Yeah, and <laughs> and you you pretty much needed that stuff, but I still believe they they shot the gun they they shot the gun too quickly. You don't take the shot until you know where it is, and they and yeah, well, and they reviewed it. I think way they too know soon. what it is. I don't think they're, just, they're not going to give us. All I think they shouldn't have given. I us think it. they know the location. I just think they're just giving us little. Yeah. No, exists. I'm not saying We're that not... they don't know anything. Uh, what I mean by that is don't reveal something until you have something significant to show my ass that isn't just words on a I agree. Backdrop. I think that maybe a little bit of a, a backstory to it. You know, even Starfield, we're like, oh, wow, there's a satellite space. That just sounds... Starfield. It, yeah, and I hated that, too, because what? it's... Yeah, I didn't I want like more. that either. I want more. You know, that just made me annoyed. Like maybe, I hated maybe, when game maybe developers I'm too do that. much in the middle, but I, I yes, it annoyed me. I wanted more, but I also go, Well, at least they acknowledge that Okay. And again it, it does exist and, and it gives us hope. And again. But it also makes us anxious and we want more and it's not fair that you would just tease us like that. It's, and and by the way, I think I should preface this by saying these opinions, they're just my opinions. I'm not speaking for the vast majority of people. This is me. Yeah. Talk about what I believe. We're not sponsored, so we're not talking about other people's beliefs. I mean... Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I yeah, I, 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 I've always believed in talking as honestly as possible about something, and yeah, I'm being as honest as I can possibly be. I'm fought revealing those two games during stage time that could have been, they could have just ended it after Fallout seventy six, which is what they should have done. But to they be partic- But they didn't. They had to reveal the. They had to dedicate thirty formal- seconds. Yeah, like a minute more of stage time to these two games that we're not going to get for until uh, like for upcoming for foreseeable future. Yeah, so you know it kind of angered me, it kind of annoyed me. It, it, yeah, but it also kind of excites you. You're like, well, at least it's not dead. I, it, 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 you see though, like it excites a lot of people, but for me personally, it doesn't excite me. What excites me is actually seeing the stuff in action, actually knowing, like, okay, this game is coming out, like, like this game is coming along, like with Beyond Good and Evil 2, you know, when they, that's the next one, so I'll leave that for the next one, but, you know, I mean, I'm glad that they're working on these games, I'm glad that Starfield is actually playable in the Bethesda offices, so maybe I'm wrong, maybe that game could be coming out early 2020, but, you know, when they say next gen, I'm thinking 2021, 2022, you know, but that's just my opinion. And Andrew, you know, it, 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 you know, like it's good that you're, you're, you're at least glad that they revealed these games. That's a good thing too. You know, I think it's I good see, to I be- could, I could see it on either hand. Yeah, I, I think it's like, good You could at least have... give us a title. Yeah, you know, I think it's good. You could good. give us a little something to work with other yeah. than you just give us a snippet of Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, you know, I beautiful think, scenery. Yeah, and that, that. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, I think it's good to have differing opinions. You know, differing differing opinions make the world hand, go I'm round. Like, well, that man. was kind of bullshit too. That was kind of a bullshit move. That's oh. kind of that's kind of a teaser. Like that's that's almost mm-hmm. like a slap to the face. Like <laughs> we we unlocked we unleashed Fallout seventy six three years after Fallout four, but we still haven't done anything with Elder Scrolls since online. Ooh. All right, so. I think it's time to close up Bethesda. Yeah, let's transition to Ubisoft, which we won't be spending a lot of time on this. Assassin's Creed Odyssey was revealed. Looks pretty cool, actually. You get to play as two different characters this time, kind of like what they did with Syndicate, but this time you can choose between which character you want, and you get to play them for the entire game. You can pick a male protagonist or a female protagonist, and it's and it seems like it's set during, like... Yeah. Roman times. Yeah, uh, Greek you know, it's saying Greece, 431 yeah. BCE. Uh, it's during the Peloponnesian War. And, uh, yeah, and, and the characters' names are Alexios and Cassandra. So that game could be cool. You know, Origins, you know, it reinvigorated that franchise, I believe, I have personally. It looks great, but yeah. I haven't really spent a lot of time on it. It, wow, you know, you know, you, you, you know, you should, you should sink some time into it. You know, let us know what you think. You know? But again, it's up to you, man. You know, but... Uh, so far, the storyline hasn't really caught me yet. Here we go. Beyond Good and Evil 2 got a trailer, and it got pre-alpha gameplay shown. Now, this was what I was alluding to when I was talking about... Yeah, they revealed Beyond Good and Evil 2 way too soon. When they first revealed that game, they were asking people to help them with the development of the game. Like, they wanted you to sign up for, like, the Space Monkey program, and you can, like, type in notes and stuff. Like, there wasn't even a game in development yet when they revealed it. Now, they've had, like, a few, like two years or so, or a year and a half, and they showed pre-alpha gameplay. Now, granted, 
they didn't do close-ups on it or anything, but, you know, you could still see, like, like you know, your character still flying around in, in the world and stuff like that. And uh, in the trailer, it showed that Jade from the original Beyond Good and Evil is back. But this time, she might be a villain. That excites me, even though this is supposed to be a prequel, but, you know, I guess we don't know anything yet. And then another cool thing is uh, they're getting uh, the, the company hit record uh, they had uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the actor, go up to talk about Hit Record because basically you can implement your own artwork, music, stuff like that into the game. And if it gets into the game, you will be paid. Yeah, okay. you will be paid for your stuff. Yeah, yeah, he had to rev- yeah he had to talk about that after the conference because they didn't really get into like all the nitty gritty stuff during the they conference. Never do. Yeah, right. But after it. He revealed that, yes, if your music or your artwork or any of that stuff ends up into the game, you will be compensated. Oh, yeah. Is this, what is this game? Beyond Good and Evil 2. And uh, there's a link on the Hit Record website if you want to submit anything. Mm. Pretty cool, right? Mm, I write music. Mm. You, you see? There you go. That could be, you know, mm. you know an avenue for you. <laughs> All right, and, well, The Division 2 got a couple of new trailers and raids were announced. I gotta tell you, I'm excited for this game. Looks way better than the first game. Actually, it's gonna be interested in actually picking up the first game, which I saw recently has been marked down to $18. I mean, $18, I mean, you can't go wrong with that, you know, because me personally, I mainly just play for a story, so I'm thinking I could just burn through the story in that game within a couple of hours and then have it back or whatever, but Division 2, it, it, I don't know, man. It looks like they overhauled a lot of stuff, and it looks like the shooting is more precision-based, and it seems like the enemies aren't as spongy, but I want to get your opinion. What, how do you feel? I wasn't a fan of Division 1. There's going to be a beta, by the way. You can sign up to be a part of the beta if you want. I might sign up for the beta for Division 2, but it didn't excite me. I'm telling you, man. I think, I think the, I think this I new think one... I think this Division 1 left such a sour taste in my mouth that... Yeah, that first, when it first launched, it really wasn't good. I, I heard that the patches and stuff and the updates to it have made it better, but it's like, if you don't come out of the gate with a good first game... First impressions are yeah, very important. Very important, and yeah, yeah. There's a few games that can get away with having a rough start yeah but but division division was was not one of those games because it was a new new take on a tom clancy and i was like i i just couldn't get into it yeah yeah it was a very disappointing launch for that game and then i saw the the trailer the game footage of division two and i was like well it's a it's a a spruced up version but i can still see elements i'm telling you man i think this game is going to come out and it's going to surprise a lot of people especially with i heard now don't quote me on this but i heard during the press conference maybe maybe i heard the dude wrong but it seems like all the post dlc content might be free might that means like microtransactions it, but I never buy microtransactions. I totally forgot about the subject, but we'll we'll worry about that another time. Yeah, uh, Skull and Bones gets a cinematic trailer, and there will be an open beta for that game, and it's coming in 2019. The game is getting released in 2019, and you can sign up to be a part of the open beta now. I would suggest mm. doing that if you are interested in playing Skull and Bones. 
And then For Honor got a new expansion called Marching Fire, where you get to play as the Chinese faction Wu Lin, and it brings in four new fighters. I don't play For Honor, but, you know, I heard that was another one of those games where it came out, disappointing launch, has excelled since. I don't know, maybe I'll get to it, maybe I won't. (laughs) More important, Red Dead Redemption 2, come on. (laughs) I'm going to keep beating that drum. All right, and then... uh, you know this one may be kind of giddy but i'm not going to buy this game but i think it's cool what they're doing with this next game so there's going to be a star fox tie-in with this game called starlink battle for atlas now andrew have you heard of this game nope okay think toys for life which is toys for life is basically think disney infinity like a game like that where you have to buy the figures and stuff and with this game you buy the game by by the way the game is 75 dollars because you're getting the game and you're getting the ship with it and you gotta build the ship and you gotta and yeah and it's getting Star Fox's ship if you buy this Switch copy if you buy the Switch copy you get the R-Wing and you get an exclusive story mission where you get to play a Star Fox that's cool for me but I'm not spending $75 on that game no fuck that but it comes out october 16th so if you're so listeners if you're interested in this expansion or this cool tie-in get the switch copy you're gonna have fun with star fox trials rising was revealed i like the trials games i've signed up for the beta so hopefully i get in be able to talk about that and it's also coming to switch Woohoo! february 2019 everybody gotta get those switch games man you I know gotta get a switch still i yeah, i need games for the switch man there hasn't been any i mean you know there's been some cool e-shop titles but like a lot of the physical releases haven't really caught my eye yet we're all waiting yeah uh mario plus rabbits kingdom battle that's one of the physical release games that i want to play donkey kong adventure it's an expansion to mario plus rabbits it's coming june 16th next week June 26th. Get excited if you've played that game. And then, now this one also got me interested. There is a horror game. It's a VR horror title, but I heard that you can play this not with VR too. They, they revealed that after the conference again. It's a horror game called Transference, and it's from Elijah Wood's company, SpectreVision, which which they usually produce films and stuff you know like they did that's a, girl. a that's a leap yeah but uh they've decided to get in, in, in like elijah wood is like a huge gamer you know like he was on stage at sony's live event after after all the conferences were over sony was doing like live interviews and stuff and because he's part of a game that's releasing it's called 11 11 11 memories retold i believe and uh, he's a part of that. He does a voice in that game. And yeah, and they were basically talking to him about, you know, how big of a gamer he is. And yeah, and this game looks weird, man. Like, it seems like it's all about what's going on in the mind. And like, you're going into this disturbed dude's brain. And like, it seems interesting. And that comes later this year. What's up, man? Are we running the clock? All right. So the Crew 2 guy in open beta already preloaded it onto my ps4 comes out next monday i think it comes out on the 21st i didn't play the first crew i'm probably not going to buy this game but i'll play the beta anyway it's open i think it's on all consoles too and uh yeah and you can preload it 
Uh, Just Dance 2019, never fucking played these games, but it, it got revealed. It's coming this October. By the way, I, by the way, weird thing, I think it's coming to Wii U's as well, or Wii? What? They're still producing games for that console? Why? That still exists? It's dead, man. Like, nobody's so playing games. Can, I thought the Switch was taking over all that. <laughs> And uh, Rainbow Six Siege tournament dates were announced. I, I'm not an esports guy, but you know, if you're an esports person, uh, you can watch the Paris Major in August. You can watch the Pro League Finals in November and the Sixth Invitational in February of 2019. Awesome. I don't really care, but have fun with that. <laughs> oh yeah, and they also revealed that there's a documentary coming out about people who play Rainbow Six Siege called another mindset and they didn't get a release date all right man dude we're coming we're coming pretty close here we're at sony dun, 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 dun. wait yeah did we go over nintendo already uh nintendo is right after this okay so sony man last of us 2 gameplay man this game oh looks... the graphics on that look so so good dude the combat in this fucking game looks like it got a major fucking overhaul like she's like just like ding, 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 ding. i need more money so i can buy me a switch and a ps4 <laughs> pro right right you're just like come go on. with my xbox one x yeah i'm so excited for this game and just like the little snippets of story that we got with like the dance and stuff like that uh, you know like this game just seems so cool to me it looked good it yeah. looked good and yeah. on the xbox and i was like ooh, that might be the one game that makes me dude you you could be damn sure that's going to be a system seller man like it, like ps4s are going to be like flying off the shelves man for that fucking game death stranding gameplay was revealed <laughs> I am. I watched the clip and I was so like, fucking excited for this game. It's it looks all, it Koji. looks cool, but I'm also uh, like, I'm like confused. I'm like, is that Norman Reedus? It, it is Norman Reedus. It is actor from The Walking Dead plays. Uh, I don't know who does he play on The Walking Dead. I haven't watched it in ages. Daryl. Daryl. Yes. Sorry about that. It, listeners are probably going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But no, Daryl. It's Daryl. It's Daryl, guys. Get your fucking shit together. It's like, yo, walk There's shit everywhere. We're trying to gather it, okay? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's Norman Reedus. And, like, him him and Kojima have a very special relationship because they were going to do Silent Hills together, but that project got canceled after, his, after Kojima's public breakup with Konami. Now he's developing Death Stranding. Looks weird. It looks weird, but it also looks intriguing. I love every bit of new shit we get on this game. Like, this game just seems like it's going to be, like, a mind-bender. And, like, all this stuff about, like, how it might, like... It, like, how he's trying to integrate your, your like, uh, social media into the game and stuff like that. Like, it just seems like this game is going to be fucking insane. And I can't wait. I love Kojima every Metal Gear game I played them all good. it looks good it's another one I'm like need a PS4 or is yeah. that going to be a problem I don't know that, it, 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 that's probably going to be a PS4 game but you're probably not going to see that game until like 2020 at the latest Last of Us probably next year if I'm guessing well, they didn't get release dates no no release the only game that had like an actual official release date out of the four games out of the four exclusives was uh, Spider-Man September. Get excited. 
Spider-Man. Oh, that's Spider-Man. 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 Do you want to hook me up with the PS4 Pro? Come on, guys. <laughs> Maybe a Nintendo Switch. I'll settle for you. Oh, boy. You know what, man? Here's one that you'll be able to play on your Xbox One, but got revealed on Sony stage. Resident Evil Part 2 oh. Remake. We're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I can't even describe how exciting that is. Dude. Resident Evil 7 graphics on Resident Evil 2. Is it Capcom? It's Capcom, man. Oh, they nailed this it's one It's so out of the park. Capcom, dude. Knocked it out of the park. January 29th. Oh, that's right around the corner. Comes out a couple of days after Kingdom Hearts 3. So, guys, if you're pre ordering that collector's edition of Kingdom Hearts 3, get ready to drop some more money on Resident Evil 2. Everyone just drop money. Just drop money. We'll yeah. pick it up. Says oh, wait, no, January 25th, not 29th, 25th. I think it's Kingdom Hearts that comes out the 29th. Ooh. Mix those two up by mistake. Switch that play. Yeah. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima got a gameplay trailer. Dude, oh. you want to know another cool thing about this game? You can, you can play it in Japanese with the subtitles. So it's like you're playing in one of those old samurai movies. Or, or if you weren't... Oh, yeah, it sets that scene good. Or if you don't watch classic samurai movies like that, think like Kill Bill or something. Yeah, think like Kill Bill or something. Like the sword play in this game looks fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited for that game. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah, I'm very excited for that game. Uh, and then Spider-Man showed off new villains... Shocker, or Electro, Rhino, Scorpion, and Vulture, as well as Mr. Negative. And the ending of the trailer teased the reveal of a sixth mystery villain who we do not know who it is. So get your fucking beer goggles on, man. Beer Tra- goggles? About thinking caps. What, whatever, man. <laughs> I, I, I use beer goggles. Beer goggles, thinking caps, you know. Use whatever. whatever yeah, whatever you use, get them on. Start speculating. I, I'm thinking it's Green Goblin, man. Or Ooh. or or it's got to be like someone huge. Hobgoblin like, or Green Goblin? It, it's got to be a huge villain, like a villain that we that we would lose our minds over. Yeah, like like I don't know if you're a huge Spider-Man fan, but who do you think this mystery villain could be? I, I, I would it'd be cool to see Hobgoblin. Yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, man, that game comes out September, guys. Get 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 your Spidey suits ready, man. I hope to see you all at GameStop dancing, fucking shooting your web shooters out, looking all cool. Let's do making this. a mess. Over making GameStop. A- hey, you got web all over my game. <laughs> Thanks, Spider Man. Hey, hey, man, the GameStop. Oh, look, another Spider Man. He's spraying. That's my car. <laughs> okay, so uh, from software revealed a new VR game called Dara Cine. You know, I think we're going to have to dedicate an episode to all VR games. Yeah, at some point. But it, it, just the fact that From Software is doing a, a game, game that isn't Souls. Yeah. Like, this game looks so different from the Souls games. Like I'm, like, I'm glad that those guys are doing something new, that they're trying to innovate, try new things, you know. Kind of like Bethesda with Fallout 76, right? See how yeah. I did that turnaround there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you see? Yeah, see? Everyone's doing it. it. must be a new trend. Yeah, you know, tying things together, man. Come on. Oh, the video game universe. All right. Here we go. Nintendo? No, here is oh. where I'm going to start freaking out. Oh, boy. Team Ninja <gasps> revealed a new game. 
All right. Nobody else can see this, but I'm holding up a box for the original Neo. <gasps> you have the original Neo? Yes, that is the first Neo. Neo 2 has been revealed. Let's hear you giggity. Let's, let's, I, let's hear it. Okay, let it out. Getting Neo 2. Getting Neo 2. Doing my moonwalk, guys. He's clearly excited for Neo 2. Neo is fucking incredible. I don't know how I can contain myself for Fallout, but he literally got up and danced for Neo 2. So. Neo 2 is fucking incredible. It, it, the first Neo, which I'm still playing through, is fucking incredible. This game is going to be even better. I heard you get to customize your character this time. It's very exciting. Woo, Neo 2! Neo 2! Now, why are you excited for it? Why am I excited for Neo 2? I'm, I'm just... I mean, I haven't finished the first game. All right, so, yeah, like, the reason I'm most excited for Neo 2 is the fact of, like, this time, it seems like they're going to go bigger. It feels like they're going to go bigger, man, because the game is, the first game is already big. It seems like we're getting to more areas and stuff, and the fact that I get to customize my character just oh. feels great, you know? So that's Neo 2. Nothing else was revealed. No release date. No nothing. Just a little trailer. It exists. Sh showing, showing your guy getting fucked up and ripping horns out of his head. Looks great. <laughs> You're clearly okay. excited. Here we go. This is another game I'm excited for, but going to contain myself for this one. Remedy, sure. the developers of Max Payne, are coming out with a new game. It's called Control. This game sounds fucking insane, okay? Uh, like all the stuff insane in the membrane yeah listen to this it's a third person action adventure game that is set in a unique and ever changing world which they are titling the old house that's the name of the world <laughs> anyways that's that's the name of the world in the game and uh and the gun that you use is called the service weapon which is essentially it turns and shapes itself into different ways to defeat your enemies. I'm really excited for that. And then Kingdom Hearts 3 got a new world announced. Pirates of the Caribbean. Again. Again got and Sorry about that. Oh my gosh. That's not us, but we, we all clearly heard that. Um Anyways, Tyler, what were you saying? Anyways. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I think we're all trying to pull yeah. on composure here. But Anyways. Uh, that's stuff you don't think about when you're recording a podcast. And then the, it happens, and you're like, oh. By the way, PS4 Pro, Andrew, they're coming out with an exclusive Kingdom Hearts 3 limited edition PS4 Pro. Man. Sounds expensive. Well, I mean, you're buying a PS4 Pro, and that's, that's expensive. like 400 bucks. Or no, I mean, I spent five hundred dollars on an Xbox One X. So yeah, I, I mean, you know, but you know, that's coming in January of January twenty ninth, and yeah, and then they and then one more game, Trover Saves the Universe, was revealed for PSVR, and you can also play it on PS four. It's a game from Justin Roiland who does uh, uh, Rick and Morty. <gasps> New game, Squanch Games, his game company. But what, what are you looking at, man? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Trover Saves the Universe is coming. It's a 3D platformer, and it's got his distinct sense of humor. <laughs> now, 
brontoed Nintendo. Yeah. All right, let's do this, man. We can Super Smash He's Brothers. Like all serious over here. I'm like, wow, I like it. Serious. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. I guess that's what they were doing next door. They were smashing. We're Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Ultimate. <laughs> Come on, that was funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It, it, it will feature... Is that an angry laugh? No. <laughs> nah, nah, dude. We're, we're running the clock here, man. We're good. I'm awake now. Like, yeah. Th th <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Way to shake up that podcast and just shake that shit out of it. Like, they were their headboard. All right, bro. But, <laughs> yeah. But Nintendo. Bro, Nintendo. But, bro, but you bro. gotta listen to this. Every fighter that has ever been featured in a Smash Brothers game is gonna be in this. Comes out December 7th. It will support GameCube controllers. Yes. Wait, game. Yeah. GameCube controllers are still a thing. Yeah. And what? I think they're even releasing an exclusive GameCube oh controller gosh. for this game. Yeah. And they revealed two new fighters, Ridley and Daisy. Which, if you know, if you know who those characters are, you're probably screaming like, "Oh my god!" Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you Star Wars fans? Yeah. And here we go. Fortnite is available on Switch. If you're playing good. Hopefully you don't try to transfer your account from your PS4, or you're pretty fucked. Because yeah, man, you is know. Is this from experience? No, no, it's not from my personal experience. Oh but my gosh. No, are you kidding? Not, not. I always like to start off new when I'm playing a game on a new system. You know, I don't, I don't want. To, I don't even like the process of linking accounts because then it's like I gotta remember all these passwords and shit. It's like what, what username was I using? Yeah, it's pretty Love. fucking annoying. So I just start off new, man. There's no fluency in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting better, but it's getting some improvement. Yeah. And then uh, a new Fire Emblem game was revealed, Three Houses. I haven't played these games, but this trailer got me interested. Comes out 2019. Super Mario Party. <gasps> it's coming oh, out. Remember the Mario Party games? Oh my gosh, is it good? It comes out think? in October. This year? Of this year. Nintendo's killing it. Yeah. Yeah, it comes out October this year. Switch? Switch. I need a Switch. I yep. need a Switch. Yep. I need a Switch. Yeah, and by the and by the way, Andrew by the way, Andrew, I, I, I need got, money. I, I gotta remind you, man, Red Dead Redemption two comes out in October <laughs> as well. Oh, I know you keep saying Red Dead Redemption two and I'm trying to contain myself for that. RDR two everybody. Did you did you hear that the multiplayer might not be launching with the game? Like it might take them like a week or so to get it up. That makes sense. It, it, and yeah, that was a pun, by the way. You know, for yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I, get I'll, I'll get. Yeah, come on, man. You <laughs> went there. I'm yeah. like, I'm trying to pull myself away from that. Dude. But if you're gonna go there, dude, I go there all the time. Man. Come it, on, it dude. might take more than. Oh, yeah. It, it seemed like it didn't last very long. Yeah. Oh, 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 man. Oh, burn, crash and burn. Now this is exciting. For yeah, the, me. apparently that was yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Now, here is where, like, my antennas go up. Let's go That's Pikachu. Maybe don't say antennas up right now. That uh, Let's go Pikachu and Eve. Let's be professional now. They want to hear the... the no, yeah, they okay. don't. Probably not. But They it, want this nitty-gritty. Yeah, yeah, right. They want to hear about Pokemon, right? No, I think everyone's already on to the Pokemon thing. Yeah, Pokemon, let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Let's uh, go Pikachu. Guess what? <laughs> well, guess what? Well, guess what? what? If you buy the Pokeball, 
accessory, which I'm guessing is like $30 or something, and it's like a little fucking plastic thing with a joystick on top, you get oh, yeah, a free so. Pokemon with it that comes with the Pokeball. And by the way, and by the way, Andrew, there were... Ma, but uh, come I on. guess Pokeball. That after that, it's kind of. Okay. And then they're review, and then uh, they're releasing a bundle that's going to be like one hundred and twenty dollars, which includes both the game and the accessory. I'm kind of excited for that, but again, one hundred and twenty dollars, one hundred and twenty bucks. You true collector. Well, I mean, just the fact that it actually has something to do with the game. Like, you can actually use it in-game. Like, you can throw the Pokeball. And break your TV. <laughs> dude, 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 my TV's gonna break anyway, man. I mean, it's gonna <laughs> break like, it's at inevitable. I got... It's a Mewtwo! <laughs> <laughs> no! Do I catch it? I don't know. Switch it to the Switch. Hurry! <laughs> Put it on the handheld. Do it! Hurry! We don't know if we caught it. Okay, and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 got a new DLC. Anyone which... remember the Wii? The I... remotes going through the TV when they're bowling? Oh, man. <laughs> Real product thing right there. I don't think those rift straps helped anything. No. No, no they didn't. And then uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters is coming to Switch, which I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested. I, I'm, eh, I don't know yet. I didn't play it on my PS4. I don't I think I'm going to play it on this game. On this. Nintendo's going to be kind of mundane to me because it's been a while since I've actually had a Nintendo. System. And then this one, I'm playing through this next announcement. An Octopath Traveler demo was revealed. Ooh. It's a new RPG that they're putting out. And they did an interview recently where uh, the person asked them if there was going to be any post-release content after the game officially launches. And the dude literally looked at the interviewer and went, no, because it's a finished game. <laughs> it's oh, a finished product. Oh, shade thrown at, like, millions yeah. of people <laughs> and games everywhere. It's a finished product. He said, yeah, we might do, like, a little couple, like, small patches if somebody finds something. But besides that, you're getting a full product. We aren't going to do any story DLCs or anything like that because what you're getting is... Do you think that's going to be a hit or miss? Ooh. You know what? I think it might be a hit, to be honest with you. Because... But you know what, though? It's because the Switch, like, people want games on this thing. And a lot of them... And a lot of games that get released on Switch, they make money, well, it's games a money typically make money. That's why people make games. But on Switch, like, like let me, let me, let Switch me, is still a fresh market. Like, let me give you a little story here, okay? There was uh, a game, man, I think it was called Celeste. Uh, it, yeah, it was this game. It, it, let's just say any indie game that is released on the Nintendo Switch marketplace, like sells like gangbusters, better on the Switch than on any other console, and that's a fact. And then, uh, and then this one is a doozy. Three games: Overcooked Two, Hollow Knight, and Killer Queen are all coming to the Switch. Overcooked is coming in August. Hollow Knight is out already on Switch. Fifteen bucks. Or maybe even fourteen bucks. Actually, I don't know. I gotta look at the eShop, but it, it's around there. And then Killer Queen. That's that used to be. I believe that's an arcade game. This coming to Switch console exclusive, I believe, and it's gonna include wireless local and online co-op as well as new maps and scenarios. And then, uh, and then the last thing was Damon X Machina got revealed which 
it, that game looks insane. It's Max, man. It's a mech fighter type Ooh, game. They didn't reveal. A yeah, they didn't reveal a lot on it, but uh, it looks like it's coming next year. And guess what? That caps off the E3 coverage. We made it. We did it. We did it, man. Well, congrats. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our discussion of all of E3. Yeah. It's been quite an eventful year. Now, Thank you, Tyler, for your, all your input. It, it, we're forgetting one thing. And? We said a couple weeks ago. Oh, wait. That I was we, got, we got a bonus. Yeah. We may have gotten done with our E3 presentation, but, but we're going to throw a little snippet in here. Yeah. Tyler went and saw a couple movies. Yeah. Yes, I did. And uh, we're gonna I'm, talk about one today. Uh, and the I'm next gonna, episode, we'll talk about the other one. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. All right. So this week we're gonna talk about Hereditary. This movie, man. Was it good? Oh man, it was. It, let me just say this, okay? I I've seen a lot of movies this year. Okay, especially for the summer movie season, you know, we've had Avengers come out. Fire is a really good movie, liked it a lot. Uh, we've just had a lot of summer movies. Hereditary is the best, though. It smokes all those movies. Hereditary, in my opinion, is one of the most horrifying movies I've ever seen in my life. Why? Why? Because... It, it imbues you in such realistic type circumstance. It, 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 think of it as like a family tragedy that suddenly becomes a nightmare, okay? Because the film... Don't, don't give spoilers. Dude, dude it's a yet. plot, man. It's the plot. I gotta talk about it. I won't spoil any of the big stuff. I will say this. If you go into this movie off of the trailer, trailer is very misleading. Oh. It, 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 yeah, there's one big reveal that they don't even touch upon, which... Yeah, I'm glad that they did that. Because when me, me and my friends saw it, we, we literally couldn't, like, comprehend it in our minds. We were like, oh so my god, they went there. So is this going to be a big, what I call like a brain fuck, like, it's not, messes with you? It's not a brain fuck. It's not a movie that is out to, like, mess with you. It fucks you up in a different way. It fucks you up in an emotional way. Because it basically begins, the grandmother of this family dies. She, she's essentially dead at the beginning of this movie. And the movie is basically about grief, kind of, but it, but weird things start to happen. And by the way, I'm going to, I would not say that it's a movie about ghosts and stuff. No, it's more terrifying than that. Even though ghosts can be scary in their own right, this movie goes in a totally different direction with it. Interesting. And, and you know, like a lot of people have been going to see this movie, you know, it got a D plus cinema score, which if you don't know what cinema score is... It's basically CinemaScore is a company. They go around to theaters all around, like, the East Coast, I believe, and they get tallies. They do a survey with audiences, and this movie has been dividing a lot of people because it's a very slow burn. A lot of it is immersing you in this very depressing type situation. Like, the movie is literally about grief and how that grief can make turns into a nightmare, pretty much. I mean, there are just... It sounds image. deep and intense. Yeah, like, there are scenes in... The, like, there is a scene in the trailer that I will touch upon because it's in the trailer. You see the little girl of the family. She walks up to a bird who slams into a window, okay? Which you see the bird slam into the window. Like, like it's sort of a scare shot. 
it's a jump scare, but it works effectively. Afterwards, after the class lets out, she grabs a pair of scissors from the teacher's table. She walks up, and me and my friend thought they were going to cut away. No, you see her cut the bird's head off, and she walks around with its decapitated head for almost half the movie. <laughs> There you go. That that's and they don't cut away. Wow. Yeah, yeah. This is a movie where you think they're gonna cut away from horrifying images, but no, they fucking shove them in your face. Like this is a movie that is out to terrify you, and it it, it fucks you up in a very emotional way, man. Like if like I would say if you had a family member die recently, I wouldn't run out to watch this movie because it's really going to like like it goes there, man. You know, it's a deep movie. Duly it's, a noted. Sc- it's a scary movie. I would say out of all the horror movies I've seen, this is like one of the best, you know, because because it's very realistic. It's grounded, man. You know, that's and I... Fr- and I that's frightening in yeah. itself. What horror movies are actually really grounded. Yeah, like I love it. Yeah, like I love it when that happens. You know, that's why, you know, I'm a big, you know, proponent for like these sort of grounded horror films, like stuff like It Follows or the Babadook and stuff because you know it takes these very realistic type situations and it spins them for horror horrifying means that doesn't mean that I don't like something like the Conjuring movies or the Saw movies or stuff like that it's just I like there's my different horror styles and approaches yeah 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 I like my horror a little bit like grounded in reality a little bit because no matter how realistic how true the stories are that they use for The Conjuring, at the end of the day, they still need to make an entertaining movie. And you can sort of tell at certain points in those movies where they've written in, like, fictionalized stuff. But, yeah, you know... And, by the way, if you like great acting, I mean, you got acting powerhouses in this movie. They're giving it their all. There's a great scene where they're at dinner and the mom just fucking freaks out on the sun because he's like goading her you know to say how you really feel and then she fucking just gets up and just lays into this kid and it's like wow wow sounds intense it's very intense I so rec- I take it you recommend the movie uh, if you're a horror fan you should like be like running out to watch this like there's nothing do you recommend it for children no no <laughs> Dude, if you bring your child to this movie, you're a moron, okay? <laughs> All right? You know? I just wanted to ask that so people listening know, oh, I'm going to bring my kid to this. Must be a good No, it's no, not for kids. Dude, that would be like if you brought your kid to see Jackass 3D. Oh, wait, no, that no, happened. Did. Yeah, people did. Okay? Don't bring your kids. Do you remember when Deadpool 1 came out and they were bringing kids in? Morons. I, that's li- not Deadpool is not a kid listen if movie, you like, if you feel like your kid is mature enough maybe wait for the DVD release maybe but even then I still wouldn't recommend I remember going to Deadpool at the theater and it's like I watched like mom and like their son and like that mom and I'm like oh boy I remember they don't know what they just got themselves into oh dude me, me and my mom went to see Scream 4 when that really not a great movie in the slightest but that's like a slasher flick and this lady brings him, like, three, like, oh, five-year-old kids or something. Oh, and the fucking daughter throughout... Actually, I think all three kids throughout the entire movie are like, why did she just stab that poor... Oh, my God! And they're, like, freaking out. It's like, yo, lady, get your fucking kids out of here, you know? Don't do it. Don't do it. Predatory. If you're a horror movie fan, enough for kids. Tyler definitely recommends. Hard R, guys. Hard R. Next week, what movie are we reviewing? I don't know, man. 
maybe The Incredibles, maybe I'll watch something else. We'll see. Yeah. You'll be surprised. Yeah. You know, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I watch plenty of movies, so, you know, yeah, sure we'll have I'll have something. Uh, hell, I might have, like, a multiple. couple of, yeah, <laughs> multiple. Maybe we'll do a movie segment. Yeah, so, have a good week, everybody. Sorry for the delay of last week. We had some technical difficulties, and if the last portion of this podcast was louder, it's because our original mic died, and we found something better. So, yeah. hope you all enjoyed. Yeah. Please leave a message, com- comment, let us know what you think on any of the subjects. Yeah. Now. And recommendations. Um, we're, we're open ears. Now, I'm fucking tired. So, good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Anything and Everything Drew.